0: it's been important for me to make sure that my kids are understanding what historic Filipino town means, um, and what the neighborhood, uh, was and is, and is going to be. And, um, to make sure that we're doing everything we can to support a lot of people who have lived in our neighborhood, on our street for a very long time, um, and who are Filipino. And it's been, um, the great, a great joy to learn about this amazing culture and, and how and what a big deal like in LA, you know, to have this this neighborhood created, this enclave named.
1: Hello and welcome to Here in LA, historic Filipino Town Edition. Today we talk with Alyssa Walker, a journalist, a mom, a great person to follow on Twitter, and a lover of all things public transportation. In fact, she took a bus to the Here in L.A. studios on a sweltering day. Alyssa knows more about the city, L.A. County, the subway, bike lanes, and politics than most politicians. So we are blessed by her presence and know you will love this discussion. So swipe your tap card and welcome Alyssa Walker. Okay, everybody, I am here with Alyssa Walker. Yay! Yay! Alyssa, your neighborhood is Little Filipino Town.
0: Historic Filipino historic. Town. Historic. There's nothing little about it. <laughs> There's nothing really historic about it either, but... <laughs> no, How long is, have you is, lived is, in historic
1: Filipino Town?
0: Uh, I have lived there for almost seven years. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: What drew you to it seven years ago?
0: So we lived... I have always lived in C D thirteen and I've always lived within a mile of the 101. I can't deviate from that, from that path in any way the whole time I've lived in LA for 20 years. So
1: You're, you're such you're such a politico. C D thirteen. <laughs> C D thirteen There's like eight people who know what that means.
0: <laughs> I've lived in the same council district, but it's a weirdly shaped one. But it does it does go along the 101 for at least I think it still does after redistricting. So my what I say is like I moved I lived two places in Hollywood, and then I lived in Silver Lake, and then historic Filipino is right across you know, on the other side of the freeway. So I basically like just jump from one side of the to the other on the 101 and, and kind of create this path.
1: I think I'm on the most west part of CD 13.
0: Yeah, you are. You're on the, I, you're
1: I, on the brink. Which is why I, I don't feel guilty having a Nithia poster on my wall. <laughs> oh, yes. Because she's not my lady. <laughs> I wouldn't I would have voted for her, you're but lady. you know. I can I can still have her. I think she's sweet. Uh let's talk about that 101 real quick since yeah, you brought it up. Yeah. I want to see that park on top oh, yeah. of the 101. Is that just a dream idea? Well,
0: there's two ideas. There's two concepts. There's one that's in for Hollywood and there's one for downtown. The downtown one makes a lot of sense when you see like what other cities have done like Boston and stuff cuz it's it really does go deep in the trench. You know, right the area I'm talking about is like right where you know, Union Station is to City Hall to like the Chinatown gate, kind of all the way, you know, you could keep going. Um, but it's just would be so easy to cap that freeway and just make people go in a small tunnel for like just a mile. So, really. so
1: make a tunnel underneath that area, yeah. which is all,
0: it's, it's already kinda, a tunnel.
1: And it's kind of gross. It's dark, the I shadows mean, from the buildings.
0: Which freeways are not gross?
1: Wow. Well, <laughs> I see life through rose colored glasses. Oh, okay. It But uh, the only saving grace to that portion of the freeway is the murals used to be awesome. Yeah. Until they made weird cloth ones and tried to fix those. That's true. They
0: would need to somehow bring those out. That would would need to be solved.
1: So you're saying build a tunnel and then make the freeway part that we know now a grassy, parky part. It's
0: just, I mean, it's already underground. It'd be easy to cap it. They're trying to make the bridges, overpasses, like, nicer and try to connect (laughs) the neighborhoods. But, like... You could, there's just so much space that you could, and the noise, can you imagine? Like oh just right. that whole area. And there's actually, they're building, you know, all those new developments, those new housing developments are so close to the freeway anyway. Um, all just, those residents, residents would love it.
1: They could have dogs, they could walk yeah, their dogs over have, there.
0: And, the, and there's not a lot of park space. You know, there's Grand Park, but there's not really enough based on the density of of housing that's there. So that's an easy one. The Hollywood one. I don't know what happened with that plan. I mean, that was very Well, it seems crazy. Well, it's not. Again, it's not that it it does ha, it does have the same trenches. You know, it does go pretty deep in some areas. But what I would like to see more is like in the parts like in my neighborhood in historic Filipino town, the 101 almost runs at grade through you know parts of these and you can see when they have these high speed car crashes like the cars like fly off the highway <laughs> into like the neighborhoods like just turn that into like a boulevard again right mm-hmm. like it doesn't need to be this freeway it just seems like a very easy and then add housing you know the place where like the 2 was supposed to come down th- and connect to the 101 like hopefully your listeners know about the plan it was like a long time ago it was going to connect and then they stopped it so there's all this land that like was bought up through these areas. That's why that part of the 101 is so wide. Like mm. there's that large median kind of grassy. I, was, I just took a picture of it actually on the bus on the way over here because it looks like a park. You know, they make it like very nice. But like all that it doesn't need to be especially when you have the red line as right. like this redundant transportation right below it, right?
1: Can we talk about the red line real quick?
0: Can we Well, it's the B line.
1: Forget that. <laughs>
0: Why, why would, why, what's the, the obsession? It's the only letter I know. It's the only letter what's I know. What's the
1: obsession with New York City?
0: I know. I'm Can't really we just upset? be ourselves? I'm really upset that they did letters. I, but we don't have to acknowledge it. No, it's true. We shouldn't.
1: Who, who's behind, do you know who's behind that, these letters? Is it Garcetti? Metro? Oh, no, I don't know. Metro. <laughs>
0: Like who picked the letters or who decided. I think there is something There about, are already names.
1: Like what if I just named your children B and A?
0: I think, well. They already have names. I think there's something to do with um like, you You're know, like, letters might like are it. better for people to understand maybe across different languages or something. Oh, I don't know. okay. Maybe. I'm I don't okay know. with that. But that doesn't really make any sense either. I don't know.
1: Have you been to France? I have. Have you been have you ridden the subways in, in Paris? Yeah. It's all in French. It's <laughs> we figured it out.
0: Yeah, but what are the lines named? there? are are they yeah, like, it's, it's, it's they the
1: all have fancy. It's names, the, the so. garde yeah. <laughs> West and the <laughs> Garde l'Ouest. I don't know. You figure
0: it out. I know, it's weird. I don't like it.
1: <laughs> I would think red and purple and blue are easier I if know. I am new to the language. I, I don't
0: I don't know the answer. All right,
1: that. fine. Yeah. Uh but let's talk about it anyways. Yes. So here I am over by Kaiser. And um, as you know, my handle on Twitter and everything is busblog. Because when I moved into this place, I was very, very poor. I I shouldn't have even been allowed in here. I had no money. I had bad credit. And I didn't even have a car. And I looked around, and there's a damn subway right there. And nobody was writing about this. And this is the dawn of the blogosphere, where everybody was writing about the war to come and the war that ended up being... And I was You're like, talking
0: about like 20 years ago. Yeah,
1: years ago. yeah like yeah, 9-11. Yeah. Yeah, like right. right before 9-11, I started right. the bus blog. Yeah. And I said, well, I don't know much about politics and war, but I know about this dumb subway that nobody ever talks about. <laughs> they still don't really talk about it. Kenny and you are the, really the only ones that ever talk about it, right?
0: <laughs> There's more now.
1: There's more now. Look, few, Will Street's blog, right? Mm-hmm. There's, But still, of a, of a area of 10 million people, we could have them all in this living room and party. Maybe we will one day. But still, I was like, okay, that'll be my beat. And I'm not a great reporter, so I made it about this girl I had a crush on, (laughs) (laughs) who also rode the subway, who I was too afraid to talk with. And I loved riding the red line to Wilshire and then taking the subway, or taking the bus to um, basically La Brea Tar Pits, where I worked at E. Because I could read, I could people watch, And I didn't have to deal with this traffic that everybody bitches about. And it wasn't that slower than taking a car. Because that subway can zoom. Oh, yeah. Once you catch it, right? It can zoom. If you catch it, yeah. So am I just lucky that I live close to the red line? Are most people in L.A. not taking advantage of whatever it is that's near them? Or... Are we in Hollywood just super lucky to be close to Well, yeah, that's
0: how I, when I first lived here, I lived in Hollywood, my first moved here, and same. Like, I, you know, my roommates were like, what? Like, there's a subway? You know, it was very funny. And I was like, didn't you grow up here? Right. Um, And uh, I felt the same way, that it was kind of like this very special treat to live in Hollywood. I didn't live too far from where we are when I first moved here. Um for that very reason I felt like it was like a I felt like it was it was a different way of accessing the city that um it hadn't hadn't been immediately obvious to me before, but of course many people did it for a long time, but that's how it felt to me. And I never I could never consider moving farther away from it now. But it's funny what's happened now is that in these 20 years that it's like a luxury amenity now, right? And, For sure. And the fact that the buses bus of bus blog fame um, have gotten completely ignored over this same 20 years is mm-hmm. just like it's a tragedy. So we could have had this, these incredible... Bus rapid transit, dedicated bus lanes on, like, Vermont, the street that I just traveled on. Um, and, you know, what, what do we have, like, three or four bus lanes now that have all been put in within the last, like, few years? Um, we mm-hmm. could have really made an intervention that would have created that subway-like feeling, you know. That's right. That wormhole. I always call it that. It's just like you kind of duck, in, duck down and then you come up somewhere and it's really fast. Um, and I rode that Wilshire bus yesterday with the you know the really good, well you know it moves fast during rush hour because it's they do a good job of keeping it clear and I felt the same way. I was like, yeah, this is a great commute. This is a great commute from like Koreatown to Beverly Hills. Like it's not bad. No. Um, but yeah, the the bus, the ignorance and the of the bus and the non. The the apathy of funding the (laughs) bus. I don't know. It's just like our leaders are like, they're so,
1: they,
0: they lost sight. They lost sight.
1: Van Nuys wants to have a metro station that goes through Bel Air and when I heard this, and it, to UCLA and ultimately to the Expo line, mm-hmm. what, what, what letter is the Expo line?
0: I think they gave it that E, right? Okay. Teal. We can look. Okay, with that. Okay, but then we, didn't, we never called it the color. We always called it Expo line. So I that's never. That's why they maybe had to change all the naming because they were like, this doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, there's all these colors and they made two that kind of look the same. Teal right. would have been good. Yeah. So, okay. Expo line, fucking awesome.
0: Good, a good, Another success.
1: One, okay. one of the best new things. Except
0: for not adding enough housing around the rich areas, but we can talk we,
1: about we, that We You can, I, and I've heard you talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I mean, Being yeah, a, I'll give time for it's it. It's coming. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I just talked to a woman in Atwater Village who is going to have an ADB, ADP in her backyard, so she, her duplex will turn into a triplex. She's going to get rich off of this. And I think once people realize, oh, if I can make the, the residents of L.A. kind of pay for their own houses, they will truly love me. Yeah. I'd rather have a thousand of them than one, you know, dark money, deep pockets guy <laughs> love me, right? And and what's the problem of having a duplex instead of just Ask a house? the
0: people in Cheviot Hills. They seem troubled by it. They're going to stop it. It depends whoever wins council race. Because they
1: feel like whoever is the tenant of that is undesirable?
0: I think that and also they are very worried about like the form of their neighborhood changing in, in any way, even though they'll tear down their houses and put up really ugly houses <laughs> on the same site. But
1: is that a form of NIMBYism where you just want everything to stay the same?
0: I think that's like the key tenant, right? <coughs> I think it's, it's a change, how I always describe it is like the neighbors just stay exactly the same except for the change I specifically want to make to right. my house. <laughs> right.
1: And meanwhile, here we are in the history of LA. It's nothing but change.
0: It's, it's happening.
1: Like, not, like it's nonstop. How long have you lived here?
0: 20 years also. 21. Yeah.
1: Where'd you move here from?
0: I grew up in St. Louis. Oh. And I went to school in Colorado and then also lived in Atlanta.
1: How about that? Yeah. Did Atlanta have good public transport? Um,
0: it's better now than it was. I mean, I definitely rode it. Um, but where I lived, I didn't really need to go very many places.
1: Because so. I, I will say the reason that I loved buses and trains is from 94 to 99, I lived in San Francisco. Mm. Um, first in the Mission and then on Hate Street and then back to the Mission. And it was great to get drunk and go on a bus. It was great to get stoned and just take the F market, this classic old, beautiful thing. And even though I was kind of familiar with it, we would just get stoned and ride to the end of the line and see what was there. And what a great way to discover that city, which is maybe more manageable than taking the blue line and seeing where in Long Beach it drops you off. But why
0: not? Also, there might be construction, so you might not get back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I think that that's such a great way to explore a city. And when you don't have to drive and you could just look out the window and talk to people or overhear what people are saying, it's it was awesome. So when I moved to L.A. and um, moved back to L.A. and I was here, I was like, well, how hard could this be? But I said that when I flew into LAX one day. I, had, I re- returned from Europe where I took – Obviously, the trains everywhere there, and and I was living in Inglewood at the time. And I said, "How hard could it be to get from LAX to Inglewood?" Uh-huh. And this was the mid eighties, and
0: then it was impossible. Ten days later, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in the eight, I was just seeing this post today about how ridership, bus ridership, when there was no trains in LA, mm-hmm. was in the millions, right? Like between one and two million. Mm-hmm. And it's lower now, even with trains. You know, pre-COVID, you know, were talking like 2019. Yeah, um, our buses were faster in the 80s, so there were more people riding more buses, getting where they needed
1: to go. What do you think happened?
0: Uh, people bought a lot of cars. A lot of people moved here who they were couldn't wealthier, afford cars.
1: Oh, and that's
0: they weird. bought cars, and then that necessitated other people having to move further away and also buy cars Mm. because there was like a ucla study that was like we added cars at a faster pace Mm. um where we and then we weren't building enough housing and then you know we just like decided it would be cool if everything was you know about driving and talk about those elected officials they were they were not representing the people Okay,
1: so let's go back to this Bel Air uh, -Air, uh, subway tunnel, because you give me hope that it it could happen.
0: It's definitely going to happen.
1: Definitely.
0: Yeah. You bet money. They can't stop it. They can't stop it. They can't? No.
1: Aren't they the most rich and powerful people in the whole- Fred Rosen? This is pe- the the Ticketmaster pe- <laughs> Is he behind
0: it? He's from Ticketmaster. Yeah. I don't think he works. I don't know if he works there anymore, but he was like a, a, a C-suite person at Ticketmaster. That's the person who writes all these, like, unhinged letters to Metro.
1: I need to bite my tongue.
0: Because
1: <laughs> I'm a very poor person, and Ticketmaster is really Live Nation. Yeah. And Live Nation may want to use me as a freelancer. You know? But um, it's
0: nothing to do with them specifically, but it's, but funny, Ticketmaster is it's master. funny that it's someone that, uh, you know,
1: wow. Okay. So, so here, <laughs> here's my belief and thank you for educating me on this by the, thank you so much for being here. Of You're course. such a well-read, well-educated, in tune person. That's
0: not true, but.
1: Who's more than you?
0: I'm. I, Go ahead. Name names. I just, I just read. She can't do it.
1: I, She's so uneducated. She doesn't know who's smarter than her.
0: <laughs> I just read Twitter. <laughs>
1: Does it depress you to read Twitter? No. Good it's, for you. It's
0: very entertaining. I think so too.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, during Trump it depressed me.
0: Yeah. I mean, there was worse. I was like there's there that was, many there people was, that there are was worse things happening for sure, but it's things are still pretty bad. And worse in
1: some ways, because it's Democrats doing it. <laughs> Right. It's worse. You're like you're like, we voted for you to do this. Yeah. And you're not. Why aren't you doing it? I'm
0: doing it. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I was under the assumption that, other than Mr. Ticketmaster Man, that everybody in Bel Air.
0: What is that? Like six people?
1: Is that is it? Is that the thing?
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't know. If those, there, those
1: lots are so big, and those so guys—it's
0: just like—and they don't even really and live one there. Of it's just that the one mansion, so it's that's it. You and know? sultans
1: that live, yeah, in a thousand they places. Even, they don't
0: even live there full time, right? Is that how you should look at it? Well, I think it's a very small. Again, as these things always are, talk about nimbys, right? And this wouldn't even change. The tunnel is going to be so deep, and there's no station in Beverly Hills. I mean, there's no station in Bel Air. Shouldn't there be? I mean, no, we don't want to even give them the the pleasure of having one. But like, they're not even fighting against that. They're literally fighting against a tunnel being dug so deep below their property, it will not affect them in any way.
1: Okay. When the extension of the purple line. Yeah. Whatever letter that
0: is. Well, that's why I accidentally said Beverly Hills, because Beverly Hills fought that for
1: decades. They did.
0: They lost every battle. Nice. And... It's being built. I was stood right in front of it the other day and it's like about to be finished. So. But,
1: but if, I, if, I was, if I was a rich person in Bel Air, I'd say, what do you mean I'm not going to notice it? You couldn't even make an extension down the purple line without every street being screwed up. How is this going to be different?
0: They live on a mountain. Like they live on a mountain range. And so the tunneling will be so far below them. It's, no big it's not going to and their whole worry is that a ventilation shaft would be installed on their property. But like, do they not know that like there are tunnels and shafts already under their property? Like maybe where, they don't know. Like as I said the other day on Twitter, where do they think their poop goes? Like <laughs> what do they just think it like magically disappears? Like there yes. are people below them doing stuff in the infrastructure constantly. And they also, they're like they're making all these arguments about like, you know, they, they, they. Well, the one thing they said that was just so bonkers to me was like, first of all, like, they don't understand how the transit even works because they were like, they, they are trying to like make these weird like thought that like. UCLA should should matter shouldn't matter more than their decisions and like they, they don't think it should be prioritized, their opinions should be prioritized but like, okay, like how many more people use transit in Westwood? Anyway, yeah. but they had an argument, they thought the Stone Canyon Reservoir might get like you know, drained accidentally by tunneling and they would lose their water and they said that it should be preserved because they live in a high fire risk zone <laughs> Okay, well you maybe shouldn't live there at all, but Well, I mean, I mean
1: who doesn't remember <laughs> the Great Bel Air fire? Well,
0: of course. <laughs> but I'm not sure <laughs> anything to do with tunneling. And also it's funny because Elon Musk, Bel Air resident until recently... well, he he left, he sold all of his houses and he moved to Texas, but he lived there and like wanted to dig these private tunnels. For cars, and they thought that was like cool. They did, yes. They he had like a fundraiser in Bel Air with like it was attended by. I guess like... I just
1: ignore all that stuff.
0: <laughs> I mean, they they probably would have fought it eventually too. But like when it was Elon doing it, they were like, oh, oh, oh what? Oh, what was a great gonna, idea! Was he going
1: to go as under as low as Metro? was? I as... don't know
0: how it would have worked. I mean, he has no stru- <laughs> structural, um, you know. Uh, technical uh, information that has ever really held up any of their claims. And they don't put any shafts in their tunnels at all. um, I don't know if he could do much more than what he's already done. So
1: the idea is to go from Van Nuys Mm -hmm. underneath the 101, Mm -hmm. through that mountain, Mm -hmm. underneath Bel Air, Mm -hmm. pop up somewhere around Westwood, and then continue to the Expo Line. Yes. And connect there.
0: Yes. And connect to where the Purple Line is going to come to Westwood, too. So you're
1: connecting okay. to two train lines. Yeah. Okay. So you think this is going to happen? You don't think yeah. that they have enough people or enough money to stop this?
0: Um. I just don't. I think after the precedent set by all the fights with Beverly Hills and how they were, they had unlimited amounts of money for that, too, and how they all the legal challenges were struck down, Um I don't awesome. think there's any way that it will be. And you know, it's not, it's not, it's it, the real question here is like, they, the people who live in Bel Air are pushing for the monorail option. Which yeah. It's horrible. Which it is, it's just the only reason I think we're really even considering that is because it's BYD who makes a lot of electric buses. I just visited their factory up in Lancaster and we have like a big deal with them and a lot of elected officials have... Made deals with them, um, and I think that's the only reason that idea is even being kept alive. But it is a very bad one, and we should not be building any monorails along the four hundred and five freeway. Of so, course not. Yes, ridiculous. Is very obvious, and we should of course prioritize the needs of UCLA students in every way because they need better transit. <laughs>
1: Where should there be a monorail in LA? <laughs> oh, Dodger Stadium to uh, Union City. Do you like that uh, gondola oh, idea?
0: Oh, the gondola. That's very interesting. The the um that's being fought right now uh, by by the people who live in Chinatown. I think it's like a not a great solution for what they're proposing it for, which is they are really trying to say that it could help fix traffic to Dodger Stadium on game day. We're recording this on opening day, by the way. Um, happy opening day happy to Happy opening day. Are you a Dodger fan? Uh, I'm a Cardinals fan at, Are you? at heart. But I did not I, mean to wear this. No, I know. Cubs it's hat. been very uh, offensive the whole time hmm, I've been so staring sorry. at you. So sorry. Um, but I read for the Dodgers when they're winning. Okay. Um,
1: Which is always. <laughs>
0: Which is always Fuckers. lately. <laughs> Deep pockets. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, there's a lot of Cubs uh
1: yeah, I mean uh,
0: insignia in this room. Well, I'm here's a, around. a
1: man named Ramirez. Okay, there you go. Yeah, you'll yes. see no cardinal stuff. I here.
0: think the the gondola is a very bad idea for what they're claiming. The problem they're claiming it will solve. They're trying to do this math to say that like it's going to take you know cars off the road and people can ride this gondola. You can't actually put a lot of people in a gondola for like a you know a, a peak. You know. Trips situation. Yeah. Just fix like the walking and biking infrastructure. Put those like escalators all over the hill to get up there and like make it really pleasant to get up to the stadium. Cause it's not a far walk from like the Gold Line station in Chinatown or even Sunset. I just walk from the Sunset bus. But <sighs> only a Cub wanna... fan would
1: recommend this. <laughs> Move the fucking stadium.
0: Yeah. Well, or, just put more housing around the stadium, and then a lot more people who really loved baseball could just live right there, develop all the parking lots, just put like tons of housing up there, and give people who were displaced when it was built first priority back, yeah, to come back and move in.
1: Everybody who's fighting for free metro. Yeah. How about we start with this? One free ride a week. Mm. if you have a library card.
0: Oh, I like I like one card that gets you everything. And the library card, what did they just say that you get now? Parks. Yeah, state park access. Yeah. I mean, and you also can use it to go to the pools. Oh. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that you can do with it.
1: And so, you can make it a digital card even though the 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 Shepherd Ferry one is awesome and <laughs> and and I I think tap cards should be
0: Right. Your tap card should be able to do really cool. much more. I mean, here's the way I think about this is, you know, my daughter, who is seven, um, they just did free transit for LAUSD students. So um, you, she has her own tap card now. It's very proud of it. It's like her biggest thing to be able to go and scan <laughs> it. And so like, and my kids will, you know, my other child is four and like, they'll never have to pay for transit. It's kind of like the so goal, great. right? I mean, that's how, for, for sure, for kids should be free, all yes. kids, not just LAUSD students. That's right. But um, it's interesting to think about like what that card could represent for her, right? Because now she thinks, you know, she also has like a LACMA membership. You know, she has like her cards now, right? She's got <laughs> exactly. and she has her library card. You know, she's got she's so got. does she have cards. a little purse, a
1: little wallet. Yeah, she's
0: got her little wallet. She's got. Oh, <laughs> well, actually, I keep I keep them safe. Um, what was there? Something else? Another card? Anyway, but she, she's got her cards now, and it is just like. It's so amazing, like that there could be one card where you could access the city, yeah, and it, like, you know it's just like this this thing that you just get, like, and it's not a driver's license; it's your tap card, right? Yes. So that's what I was thinking. And she doesn't want to get her license. She talks about this now sometimes. You know, like she's she must pick up on things I say, you know. So she's like, <laughs> so she's all pro transit and stuff. But it's a very interesting thing to see, like how she views that her access to the city Mm -hmm. and, and, and what that could represent. So I've been thinking about that a lot for sure. I just
1: think if everybody had one free ride a week, they would see that it's not as slow as they think. It's not as dirty as they think. It's not as scary as they think. I think you just have to just like what got me into cocaine. You got to get the first line for free. Try it at a party. Get on the bus. Take it to wherever you want to go. Go to Grand Central on a Saturday. That's an
0: ideal location. You
1: know? Yes. Like, just roam around a place that you haven't gone before and just expand... Especially post-COVID, where yeah. we've been cooped up in these places and we want well, to go everybody outside. got
0: to ride for you for two years. And like, but when they, I wrote that story, did, it was did like... You,
1: I cut down on my bus riding. Oh, did you?
0: Well, I mean, yeah. like, safety, of course. But like, I think like, yeah, I didn't ride for, for very much for... I mean, my kids didn't go on it for almost a whole year. Mm-hmm. But it was when I wrote that story, um, kind of like asking metro like did you study this period like the, it was the biggest free transit experiment maybe in US history yeah. like there's just there's nothing else that even comes close cuz we're such a giant bus system um and you know they they I guess they are looking at it and they do see like the climate benefits but the stories and not just from people you know people who had choices and who didn't have a choice of riding it during this time everybody said they used it more or just use it for like short trips or like Mm -hmm. realize they could like be a little bit more, you know, just spontaneous about something. And it's, that's how we should be thinking about all of our public services. It should be just easy to access free, no means testing and just like opening up possibilities.
1: I did talk to a lot of bus drivers after I got vaxxed. I've talked to a lot of bus drivers because God bless them. They're the true heroes. It's,
0: and they should be paid so much oh my more. God. It's just it's really devastating. I've to been see.
1: unemployed for a little while. And so when micro happened, I was like, Ooh, I get to be an Uber driver but work for oh, the that bus would line. Be, yeah.
0: Minimum wage. Mm. Right. Metro. What are you doing? What are it, you doing? It's like well who They're do you the think the front of your- lines of this city? Absolutely. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's totally it's ridiculous. Very bad.
1: So I was like, forget that. Um okay. The other thing I want to change about the subways. Put the estimated time for the train. Don't get me started. At the sidewalk level. Don't get me started. Why do I have to go through all of this to see, oh, it's going to be 15 minutes before the train comes? Don't get me started. I am getting you started. <laughs> because, okay, the signs would pay for themselves because you put ads on them. and and nec- But next to the ad is... North Hollywood, eight minutes.
0: Well, also, the screens, when you're even walking in, they rotate from ads to the numbers. So you, sometimes you still have to wait. You and miss you're it. Getting Down the stairs, you're like, ah. Um, yeah. I mean, we have phones. They do sometimes have the accurate information on the transit. Sometimes. App. That's good. Do you
1: have an app that you recommend?
0: Just Transit app. It's the most accurate, I think, now. Okay. But it's uh, it'd be interesting to know like you know I, I i i like i have to say like i putting the information above ground yes but like accuracy Anywhere, which which shouldn't be hard. The train right is, is
1: two stations away. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're funny. telling me you don't know that it's two stations away, it's, metro. Well, there's a whole bunch of complicated things. Is there I, a bear I, in the track? There's like a, what's stopping it? There's a, a tech change that needed to happen. That I think has finally happened now, where they'll be able to represent everything fairly. But then, as soon as they do that, then they reduce service, so the schedules change, and so they have to like you know reset it anyway. But there's a really cool if you go to Pershing Square, and it was interesting because. Um, <laughs> there was a whole debate with some people on Twitter on if these were even real because they look so nice. <laughs> we were like, "Is it? it's like an e-ink um, uh, screen with a little seat on it at the bus stop, and it shows, like, updated, you know, real-time information for mm-hmm. everything that's coming. So that's an easy thing to install, and then you just kind of glance at that before you go down right. into the subway. But, like, I mean... That it's I, be- because
1: if it is going to be twenty minutes, I'll just take the bus. Yeah,
0: but tell me. Yeah, yeah. It. it
1: uh, I know it's Metro hard. knows where the well, train is. It would
0: also be like good advertising for like that too. Your amazing subway that system. That too.
1: Yeah. So that if you are also, if it's going to be fifteen minutes, I can finish my water.
0: That's right. I well,
1: can smoke a little weed. Well, that's, I yeah, can that's do whatever I'm going to do. About the train or get your ass down here, Tony. Two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah two minutes. Yeah. That's easy. Okay. So, are you in favor of the one day uh, a week free bus ride, I metro mean, ride? I would
0: just say i I think I think the buses should be free for sure. I think transit should be free, all of it. I, I don't think it would be that hard mm-hmm. for us You're to. So to do it. You're so punk rock.
1: you I'm trying to get baby steps to there. <laughs> I think it will be, but I think you need the right people to embrace it. And I don't think you're going to get the or right you want people.
0: Influencers to ride it,
1: or rich people, yeah, or well. just regular people that aren't just weirdos like us.
0: I think what is is very dangerous right now is people like our sheriff who makes these videos trying to make it seem like people sitting on benches um, mm-hmm. or laying down is somehow dangerous. And I, I. I won't right. say that there's more people who are using the train for shelter, mm-hmm. you know, during this time. That's absolutely true. Like, I mean, I won't argue that that's not true. Right. Um, but again, like, why is our money going to pay the sheriff for to walk around and make videos? That's clearly not helping anybody or making anybody feel safe and making a lot of people feel less safe when it's clear that we could do so much more to help the people who mm-hmm. are down there for a reason. It's air conditioned. Like it's, it's sometimes it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's we just riding the bus today. I was like, hell yeah, I'm riding this bus around town. Cause it feels great. Like it's so hot outside.
1: Worst sheriff ever. But, because I, 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 I try to look for the silver linings. Oh,
0: wow. Can't wait for this one. I kind of feel like
1: he did clean up Venice and some of these other places indirectly. Whoa, no. Because the people who might have been dragging their feet were like, we can't let him have credit for this.
0: I know. The people who. I was there for a bunch of those days, and I, I don't think. Um, Oh, you mean like the elected officials didn't want him to have credit?
1: Nobody wanted... He's an unlikable man.
0: Yeah. The and, people there didn't seem to be particularly like care. You know, they, they were...
1: So it's a coincidence that once he started strolling down that boardwalk? No, board I mean, rock,
0: I actually think that the it was in motion a long time before he starts doing... And you know, he's going to do the same thing in Hollywood now. He's yeah. announced. He's like, he's like, I'm coming for you or whatever. Yeah. On his campaign account, not even his official account.
1: It's nuts. Um, what do you say? Be be aware, I mean, be,
0: something be, like be ready or something. Yeah, he like, was
1: an anonymous. It was remember anonymous. Those guys. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was one of their lines. <laughs> Expect us.
0: Expect us. That's very terrifying. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think he. I think he does that. He shows up when there's something already like in motion. That's and what then it he is. He tries to take credit for it because the stuff happening in Venice was. They were working on that for it's it, I mean, I walked with caseworkers like up and down the bro- the boardwalk um many, many times, and they knew everybody who was there. And the sheriff's deputies did not know the people. I mean, there's people who have lived there for many years, and mm-hmm. the deputies had just shown up to be like trying to wave some shit around. Interesting. History, like. So that's I think what's happening. And I don't know what's actually going to happen in Hollywood if there's something like Planned, or if he's just going to do the same kind of thing. But like Hollywood has like pretty strict rules about where you can be already. So I don't know how you can make it even more and, like and tons militarized. <laughs> yeah, like I mean <laughs> William G
1: has shown us Hollywood <laughs> cops better than anybody. That's right. That's right. I, I mean, shout out LA Times, but William has that beat covered. Yeah, film and
0: police. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um. Okay, so that's what it was.
0: I, I mean, that's what I think. He do, he he doesn't have any real understanding of, of the community no. in, in Venice. It's not even technically something that they so, work on. So is is
1: the sheriff department covers a lot of territory. Are, is he saying all of my territory is perfect and that's why I have extra time to help out the <laughs> LAPD and their territories? I
0: think think he's running for re-election.
1: Is but all. he's going to lose by a lot, right? I mean, I... By a lot.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I hope so. I, I don't think he has a chance because I, so. I voted for him because we he saw... said the right things. He said all the, the right things. He yeah. said he was a liberal Democrat. Yeah. Like all these lies that Caruso saying. Yeah. And we fell for it, yep. and, he, and he had the right name. Yep. And I was uneducated and right. stoned.
0: Well, I mean, even the educated people, I <laughs> think, not
1: we all, educated, we all but even the people him. who
0: like really looked into this, still thought he was. They a fell for it. Yeah. Ugh.
1: I don't think he's going to win.
0: I hope. I hope he doesn't.
1: There's no way. because yeah. he's got to testify under oath about the gangs. I mean, that's bad timing for him. Yeah. Okay. Who should police the metro lines if not the sheriffs? No one. You don't want any anybody protecting your seven year old on they the buses. Ha,
0: I mean, they have done nothing to help me when things have gone wrong before. So they literally just sit there. They don't do anything, um, or stand there, or whatever, and they don't wear their masks. Um, <laughs> That's true. They Metro is testing. You know, there's an amazing committee, um, public safety committee that has been advising Metro on how to move from, you know that model to a model that's more like spend money on things like bathrooms and yeah. social workers. And they're testing out right now, like a transit ambassador position that you would, because like, even when you go down there, I think we you talk about like other countries and stuff, right? Like Paris. And there's people who like work there who are in like... You know a Amassed. metro, yeah. yes, and they like talk to you, and you know not to say that the metro workers aren't like great, but there's like there should be like a kiosk and like information and people to help you at every single station like that. It's just ridiculous. We there's not that, that many stations, and could be above, above ground and below ground, like you're saying. Right. Like you could just walk up to somebody and be like, "Is the train coming? Like show me, you know? <laughs> yeah, like go. Get they're, like, it, Tony. They're like up there, like waving you through, <laughs> but like. Just the fact we don't even have that basic level of, like, care in our stations is, like, that's, like, that's an easy one, right? Right. And that's, like, you know, there could be, like, this is, like, a a dream of mine, like, things for kids to play on while trains are coming and buses. Like, that's a very basic thing that you could look at across the city and just be, like, wow, my kid is, like, standing, like, you know, two feet from, like, cars going 50 miles an hour on Vermont and like create a little space with like shade and patio misters and, you know, a little place to play. They climb on like whatever shit is in the stations, you know, (laughs) but like you just really think about like who's taking transit and like who might have to wait for a while and it's great to see like more like, the, like this idea that we might be able to have like vendors actually able to, mm. to vend at stations, you know, they're, you know, talking about like more kiosks where you could buy things and like, you know, they're, they're, that's a possibility. Um, that's a great, that's a great use of our space and that those create like, you know, interactions with people that help keep you feeling safe, just more people being around, you know? So it's like, that's where the money
1: should go. And take a cut from those people to pay for pay for all this stuff we're talking about. Yeah,
0: I mean, because because I
1: I imagine that's what the city is saying. Great ideas, of course. How do we pay for it? Because nobody's taking the trains or buses. They'll say, yeah, and the fares are low compared to other cities,
0: of course, yeah. And we
1: don't want to raise the fares, no. So tax them.
0: Well, there's that one. You know, when you go like to the, um, you know, like the Metro Center entrance, and you can walk out into that. The block or whatever it's called, it yeah. like has like a. It has. It's like the only instance where you like you feel like you're in like New York or something where there's like you know retail integrated in yes. the station, and there's like a Dunkin' Donuts I think like tucked in there. But like that mm-hmm. kind of model, like you're saying, like yeah, like throw a Starbucks in like more stations and just like take their money, you know. Make you know, this is like a great way for them to make money. I don't know what we're so afraid of, you know. Metro owns so many properties. And yes, some of them are being turned into housing, whatever, but just like, just put things closer to the trains. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> And I hate to say it, sell some weed. <laughs>
0: just all for it. Yes, of course. I mean,
1: really though, it, it's like uh, LA has not lived up to their promise about minorities being able to own no. um, oh, dispensaries.
0: Kind of devastating, the news. The easiest been, way to yeah. fix
1: that is every subway station have a person of color- we dispensary. <laughs> and take a, take a good chunk out of that. Yeah, yeah, Say for the first 5 years lower rent because we built it, but um we get 20% off the top. That will pay for that ambassador. Yeah. You know, which is which is also just a body there I think will cut down on crime and cut down on dude sleeping down there because he'll just radio whoever needs it, right?
0: I mean, it that's how it works like it, the the thing that i think people are the most afraid of is because when your train doesn't come for 20 minutes or your bus doesn't come for sometimes like 40 minutes yeah like that is what starts to make you feel anxious especially if it's at night or yes. if you're by yourself or something like that so like the frequency needs to improve but also like the and the number of people You know, around you, it just Mm -hmm. makes people feel feel better, you know, and make
1: it fun when you when you're talking about that courtyard, I'm thinking about the Vermont and Wilshire area, the uh,
0: oh, my kids love that one. Yeah, yeah. it's so fun. Yeah.
1: And it's got a a little metro station there. So Mm -hmm. when I wanted to buy my Obama tap card, which, by the way, I think they should do that more often once a month, more commemorative cards, a different tap card. Because I bought like five of them and gave them to people Mm, outside of LA. That's
0: interesting. And they made
1: you put five bucks on there. Yeah. And so it's just free money. It's like stamps. Yeah. A few more questions for you, Ms. Walker. Okay. God bless you, by the way, for doing this with us. Um, for some reason, it's not, it's not doing this. When you went to Venice, what route did you take from, um, historic Filipino town? Or did you take the car? It's okay to take the I, I,
0: I did it the other day too, and it wasn't that bad. Um, I took the Vermont bus, the 754 to whatever, the 730, well, the seven doesn't exist anymore. That, <laughs> back when it did, now it's just the 33. But then the other day I took. So, so
1: wait, you took it to the green line?
0: No, no, just to the 33, like the Venice bus. Okay. Right. That's the easiest way to get there. But the other day I went to Playa. like um, Wow. Yeah, Playa Vista. I you was are like, adventurous. I'm On the bus, but it was like taking the, again, the 754, and then there's all this like, there's all these buses that like, you know, go, like Playa has its own, like shuttles and stuff like that. I mean, it was mm. a whole new world for me. Because they have like, older
1: people, maybe.
0: Well, I just think it's, like, part of the deal they made with the city to develop it. They have to have these, like, and maybe because it's, like, tech workers or something, too. But oh. it's, like, they have their own, like, shuttle system, which huh. is really interesting. So um, that's an adventure if you just want to go ride buses around for fun. But Well, uh, that's a neighborhood. It is a neighborhood. You should go talk to people who live there. I'd love to. <laughs> well, they, they <laughs> probably have.
1: List. they probably have, like, really... Like a lot of taxes, they're collecting that they don't have anything to spend it on.
0: They must make so much. I mean, I don't know who somebody is making a lot of money. Yeah, yeah definitely. But. Okay,
1: so when you did Filipino Town to Venice, how yeah. long did that take you with two buses? Oh,
0: probably like over an hour, maybe an hour and a half.
1: It's not bad. That's <laughs> no, not it's bad not at bad. all.
0: It's not bad, but because because
1: when I was applying for Amazon in uh, Santa Monica, and I was I was checking how long to drive and how yeah. long not to drive. Yeah, it was like a ten minute difference.
0: Well, the 733, I feel like, was faster, and now that there's, there's only the 33 or whatever, it doesn't feel as fast. They need a bus lane on Venice, like a, a red-painted one.
1: We'll end with this. <laughs> Where's a great place to eat in historic Filipino town? Oh,
0: my gosh. There's so many. There's so many fun things to do. Um First of all, the biggest shout out I have to give is to my neighbor's restaurant, which is Hi Fi Kitchen, um, which is on. I've heard Deverly. of this. Oh my God, it's so good. So there's. Um, they're in a little building um, right across from Unidad Park, so which is a great park with a small playground that has a lot of Filipino history. Boba Guys is right next door at Ryback Ranch. Um, But you go to Hi-Fi Kitchen, and what we like to do is take a picnic to Vista Hermosa Park right there. So it's like the ideal... Um, historic Filipino Town Day, I think. But I also must give a shout out. Well, hold on, what do
1: I what do I order at the Oh my god,
0: everything! I mean, it's like my kids. Here's like <laughs> you you can literally order I think everything at Hi-Fi Kitchen, and it's like a, just a great picnic I'm serious, just like whatever's on the menu. Just the menu's order, that small. Just one of everything. Yeah, it's like the, it's like Filipino classics, but like. With a, you know, LA twist is what, it, and they have a lot of, they do a lot of like pop-ups with other places and.
1: I'm from the suburbs of Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> what is a Filipino classic?
0: Well, but my kids, this is the most classic of the classic. And, um, also like shout out to my neighbors who have like fed my children this since they were babies. Sweet spaghetti. Tell me you've had this.
1: Sweet spaghetti. Sweet spaghetti. I heard that at the what's the McDonald's of oh
0: Jollibee. I heard a Jollibee. Yes. You They also that. go to Jollibee right on the red line, right next to the red line station at Beverly. Beverly Vermont. And Vermont. Yeah, and they have one downtown now. I think too, if you want to go downtown. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's spaghetti that's sweet, and it has like chopped up sausages or hot dogs in it to, as like a as other meat.
1: Doesn't sound healthy it's, at all.
0: It's. Sp- <laughs> It's good carb loading. <laughs> you so it's hard. It's very good. It's my kids. My kids love to get it. Um, There's
1: a Jolly Jollibee at, uh, in Eagle Rock at the mall. Oh, yeah,
0: at the mall. That mall is really fun to go to, too. There's a, That's a big um, Filipino uh, mm. uh, culture uh, area. Okay, so at
1: Hi-Fi Cafe, I ordered the sweet Hi-Fi spaghetti. Kitchen.
0: Sweet spaghetti. Su- <laughs>
1: sweet Hi-Fi kitchen.
0: I'll try it. Yeah, I think it's like...
1: Is it like, is it like a Chef Boyardee sweet well, spaghetti? Well, I mean... It, it it's for kids, my, right?
0: Well, no, I think it's I don't know I mean, yeah It's like it's just, a, it's just a class. It's just a staple Like, it's just what you have Like And then what my
1: Manny Pacquiao Is eating what? sweet spaghetti?
0: <laughs> yes Before every fight um, It's a secret And then, you know Our neighbors Who are just all amazing And make, you know The most amazing Filipino dishes um, You have to get like flan Like, that's their bit like, I love flan So there's all the Different like um, Versions of You know, that Like, uh, Justin has a few justin front who's my neighbor at hi-fi kitchen he um carries some you know rotating flavors but like the you know the purple taro root like that's the that's the really good one only flaunt
1: i've had is at el pollo loco
0: oh well which by
1: the way historic (laughs) filipino town has one of the prettiest el pollo locos
0: (laughs) it is very pretty my kids really like that one too um and then just one more shout out does
1: it taste different when it's purple
0: um, purple is it just compared a, to what? Oh, compared like yam, to purple yam, purple taro, purple. Yeah,
1: you know? uh, well, the flan at El Pollo Loco is just I've uh, never had the custard there. looking. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, this is I don't know, it's just like a, a twist. Okay, using other, I mean, I guess it just tastes I like purple, whatever you make it out of, <laughs> and then or you can also make it out of like cassava root there's all these different like really um um, good things to make it up and then the other just amazing filipino um, cuisine stop you have to make in my neighborhood is going to geneva which is a bar which is owned by three filipinas um uh on also on beverly but on the kind of the other side of the neighborhood on the western side and they make cocktails you know amazing cocktails but they also have all these really interesting specials uh and special like kind of like curated menus that have filipino ingredients and calamansi do you know what that is no. which is um it's like a citrus it's a just a filipino citrus like if you walk around in historic village town you'll see it you know these trees that have kind of like they kind of look like oranges but they're not they're kind of like a kumquat, orange. I don't know. Like you know how all citrus is kind of hybridized, yeah. but it's like it's very like sour. It has this very distinctive taste. So they'll make um, drinks with that. For example, like a I mean I, I can't. They they always are making such amazing drinks. I can't. They pull them of like, off
1: of the trees on on Beverly. I mean they. I don't know where their sources. I want to believe then. that. Yeah.
0: I mean, sure. I think a, a lot of their a lot of their ingredients too. They just get like. Like bitter melon, like these are the things that you'll be like, wow, I've seen that before. That's like the really spiky, weird looking, um, like a little looks like a little watermelon or a cucumber, um, mm-hmm. but it's like it has like such a distinctive taste. But go there and just have whatever they have on their um, special menu. They are the friendliest bar ever, uh, and you know women bartenders and women run, and uh, they source a lot of their um, spirits from you know women spirit makers.
1: I have noticed Filipinos are the nicest people in the whole world. That's true. Is it true in your neighborhood? Yes. So your neighborhood might be the friendliest neighborhood in LA. I think so. And you've been
0: around the block. <laughs> well, I've only just a few blocks from the 101. So, But you go everywhere. <laughs> you go everywhere. That's true. I mean, I just, I will say it's just been, you know, I know I'm a, a guest in a neighborhood that, you know, as a white, um, woman, uh, with my white family. um it's been uh, it's it's been important for me to make sure that my kids are understanding what historic town means um and what the neighborhood uh, was and is and is going to be. and um to make sure that we're doing everything we can to support a lot of people who have lived in our neighborhood on our street for a very long time um, and who are Filipino and it's been um the great a great joy to learn about this amazing culture and and how and what a big deal like in LA you know to have this this neighborhood created this enclave named you know which doesn't happen very often that a new neighborhood gets made and it's only like 20 years old right so it's right. very interesting um that they you know you can actually like create a name, a new neighborhood, but um, kind of in the middle of the city. Yeah. Like right in the middle of the city, but it does, it does say a lot about, you know, sometimes you have to look for, for example, like SIPA, the nonprofit around the corner from where we live, they've been doing such amazing work in the neighborhood for so long and, and keeping, you know, a lot of the traditions and, and uh, history alive. And we know that we have a role to play in that too. So we're proud to be there.
1: They're lucky to have you, Alyssa Walker. People can hear you talk on L.A. Pod, which is a podcast about L.A. politics. Yeah,
0: L.A. Podcast, yeah.
1: They can read your great work on Curbed. Curbed. No longer Curbed L.A.
0: Yeah, we're just part of the...
1: Just part of one of the biggest... Just
0: Curbed. (laughs) All one big family. I feel like you're everywhere. That's all I do right now. All
1: Walker L.A. on Twitter.
0: Yes. A walker in L.A.
1: A walker in L.A. on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here.
0: Thank you for having me. It's my it's my pleasure.
1: How great was Alyssa? You know who else we'd like to ride in the bike lane with? Our Patreon. When you stoke us, you're saying, Tony, Jordan, here's a monthly bus pass. Here's a new bicycle. Here's a new e-bike. What? Every donation you hand over helps keep this insane project rolling. So shout out to our Patreons Nancy Rommelman Sean Atlow Matt Mills Sean Wallace Greg and Molly Jamie Taylor Mark Johnson Kira Ann Barney Grinky, Ben Welsh Henry Furman Jen Adams The Lonely Chair Trevor Wilson Bree Wild and Dougie Gyro. Want to hear your name at the end of next week's show? Go to patreon.com slash here in LA and give till it hurts. Also, shout out to our Angelinos. To be an Angelino, all you have to do is pay Palace twenty-five bucks or more, and we will list you on the Here in LA website forever. You'll we'll also get a number to denote how early you got in. Angelino number one is Adam Miller. Two, George Wright. Three, Rita Joanne. Four, Jason Sutter. 5 Grant Hotton. 6 Rob Baker. 7 is Kev Changs. 8 is Brenda Garcia. And 9 is John Griffiths. Just PayPal your hard-earned cash to busblog at gmail.com and know that you're doing something that's actually doing good for the world. You, you wanna support us, but you got kids to raise, you can still help. Post your favorite episode on your Facebook. Oh my god, post three! Something nice about us out of the blue Anytime you see me tweet Speaking about Twitter And it's about an episode Retweet it And for God's sake tell your friend Tell them how Here in LA is spelled And then it's on Apple Podcasts And Google and even Spotify Here in LA is produced by myself Tony Pierce And a man who needs to get into that subway And play his magic horn For all the kids Jordan Katz Editing, mixing, and music supervision by Jordan Katz. Songs by Oregon and Jordan Katz. Special thanks to Cindy for creating the logo, Jen for inspiring this, and all the moms out there leading by example for the next generation. Thank you. Yo, 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 yo,
0: yo,